0: Love your Thanksgiving dinner over Zoom again this year? What kind of a Thanksgiving dinner is this? Where's the turkey, Chuck? Don't you know anything about Thanksgiving dinners? Where's the mashed potatoes? <laughs> Where's the cranberry sauce? Where's the pumpkin pie? Where's the people in real life? <laughs> <laughs> so a new poll by uh, Genie O finds that the majority of Americans plan to have a virtual Thanksgiving dinner dinner again this year really yeah tanner do you plan on spending time with your family for the holidays this year
1: i do i'm planning on flying back to my home state of washington and you know it's been two years since i've spent a you know christmas or a thanksgiving with my family and this is the year that i feel comfortable going back
0: okay and that's a decision
1: that's different for everybody
0: because everyone's vaccinated You know, maybe everyone's going to do a COVID test or something like that. What do you, what yeah. do you expect? Uh,
1: everyone in my family is vaccinated, inclu- including me. And uh, no word yet on if we're going to get tested. You know, that's something I should add to my family group chat, though.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting conversation to have. Um, but I'm glad that you're going back home and that you get Me to spend too. some time with your family. I'm actually going back home um, at the 1st of November, so I won't be spending the holidays with my family. So I expect some FaceTimes um, on Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day.
1: Yeah, you set up your phone or your computer <laughs> at like, the end of the table, and you're like, all right, who's going to say Grace? Right.
0: <laughs> so um typically, it's pretty quick. For the past couple of years, I've been doing the FaceTime and Zooming with my family over the holidays. Right. Right. Um, Um, even before the pandemic. So it's something that I'm used to. So I'm curious, how are we spending our Thanksgiving dinners this year? We took a poll on our Instagram.
1: And this is what we found. 57% of people said they're going to have their Thanksgiving gatherings over video calls like Zoom due to COVID's uncertainty at this time.
0: 57% say Zoom is still happening. (laughs) Now, I wonder if that's just because people don't want to travel or the pandemic i think a mixture of both Both, i think
1: uh for people like me going to the airport it's going to be really nerve-wracking because so many of us are going to be going it's going to be a really busy time
0: i i can't imagine traveling when it's so busy and crowded during the holidays just in general it's going to be
1: so busy (laughs) i'm considering just driving instead
0: (laughs) all right well are you going to have your holiday dinners over zoom this year or are you actually having a traditional dinner
2: Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9.
1: Do you allow your kids to swear? I was at a restaurant in Santa Rosa earlier this week and I was sitting at a table and a family was behind me. I heard their kid swearing like a sailor, and I feel like when it comes to swearing, there are like levels of bad words. Yeah. This kid was crisscrossing all around the levels of bad words.
0: Oh, man, just saying it all, huh?
1: This kid cusses more than anybody I've ever heard in my entire just life. Just let it loose. So I wanted to see how old the kid was, because it sounded like a kid, so I got it from my table, acted like I was going to the bathroom. Real smooth. Super smooth. You're a I, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Uh,
0: the <laughs> Super Super <kid>, spy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the kid was like 10 years old amber
0: like yeah i surprised
1: by this 11 9 and i thought to myself my mom would have scrubbed my mouth out with soap if i was swearing like that not only in our home but especially in public really yeah oh yeah i would just get yelled at yeah
0: <laughs> and so <laughs> let's learn well- go ahead ahead. no you go you go let's start
1: to sonoma (laughs) county right now do you let your kids curse
0: um i let my kids swear why but but because they they don't they
1: know when not to because they don't do it in public and they don't do it when we're around older people or and so so i yeah and out of curiosity how old are your kids well 22 18 and then 14 but they've been since they were younger. Gotcha. Well, that's... At least they're respectful enough to understand, you know, time and place.
0: Yeah. Right. Now, I wouldn't say I was allowed to cuss as a kid. But i definitely did cuss as a kid <laughs> and my mom would be like i ever see henderson and i'm like what she's just like why are you saying that i'm like who do you think i got it from yeah. you so like what you they hear everything yeah i, mean, I heard that, everything i
1: mean kids truly are sponges i'll never forget when i tried to test the waters to see when i could cuss in front of my mom And uh, I was 15 and I tried to say the S word in front of my mom and she goes, I don't know who you think you are, but you're not talking like that in front of me. And I cuss in front of my mom now and it's fine, but like... It's a weird line when you're that age.
0: What if you were like, Tanner Edward Ch- Chambers? <laughs> I don't know who you think you are. Your son. Your son. We get all upset. <laughs> cry. Yeah. She feels
1: bad. Uh, getting some responses on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Should you let your kid cuss?
0: Nick from Santa Rosa says, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Darlene from Belluma says, my eight-year-old, no. She knows better. 15-year-old, not so much.
0: Um my fiance's mom actually commented uh, her name is Lisa and she said not when they were young I tried to stop them but to no avail when they were in college and now i just bleep their explicitives in my
2: mind <laughs> all the things all morning Oh
3: literally makes
0: me laugh Amber
2: and Tanner in the morning your music all day It's what
0: i listen to all
2: day Froggy 92.9
0: My fiance and i are having a very heated Debate in our household. Get it Hate it
3: <laughs>
0: uh, I never really thought this would happen, but it's over the thermostat. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me just paint the picture for you, Tanner. I'm doing work around the house this weekend. I'm like, you know, folding laundry. I'm like running around. I'm putting my shoes up. You know, just, just cleaning up around the place. You're hustling and bustling. And I like to keep the air on when I'm doing that because I get a little sweaty. You know, it happens. Girls sweat, believe it or not. And uh, my fiance is just like sitting on the couch in a t-shirt and je- in like jean shorts. Not jean shorts. Just like shorts. And... He walks up to the thermostat and turns the air off. What? I, I like, ran in so fast over and I said, what are you doing? He was like, I'm turning the air off because I'm cold.
1: Why can't he just put (laughs) something on? I mean, he's
0: wearing a t-shirt and shorts. That would be the solution, right? Right. I was like, you just need to put some clothes on or use a blanket. He's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, well, I can't, like, de-robe. Yeah. Like, I have to wear clothes. I can't get any cooler now you could get
1: warmer is he worried about cost or it's just that he's cold
0: he's cold
1: okay because when it comes to the thermostat mostly the reason why i care is because it costs money i told my girlfriend when you leave the ac on when you don't need to just imagine putting your hand in your pants and grabbing a handful of changes throwing it out on the street
0: i pay the bill
1: Oh, in that's that case, that's the
0: thing. I pay it.
1: In, in that case, you can do whatever you want.
0: So what is what is the, what is the solution here? Either Cole puts on more clothes, or he just moves out, right?
1: <laughs> well, just put on a pair of pants and a sweatshirt. If it's that much of a problem, it's way easier to get to uh, to be warm to be warmer than it is it's, to be cool. try to cool yeah, yourself off. Yeah, exactly. Off. That's
0: what we like invented AC for, right? Right. A- okay, so you're with me on this. I am
1: 100 with you on this one. You pay the Who bill. Knew? If he's too cold, put on a sweatshirt. It takes. 62
0: two minutes, max. <laughs> He's so mad at me for talking about this. But we asked on Facebook, facebook.com froggy929, how do you handle this dilemma in your household?
1: Your mom, Miss Nikki, joined the conversation. <laughs> she said, it ain't easy. It's opposite with us. I'm good with the Airbnb 78, but big man is not. He's like a polar bear. I just dress accordingly.
0: Okay, she's talking about her boyfriend, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky from Big Santa man. Rosa says, "Mine is off. Maybe get the chill out of the house and then off again." So Becky's back and forth, but yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know if we should do that in my household. Wake
2: up, get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
0: Every morning. Woo!
2: In the country on Froggy ninety two point nine.
1: On the show, we have Sebastopol's police chief, Chief Kevin Kilgore.
3: Kevin, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: We're so excited to have you today, and we know you're trying to raise funds for the North Bay Cancer Alliance. Why did you choose to raise funds right now?
3: You know, I think it's important for our folks uh, in our communities to recognize all the work that our North Bay Cancer Alliance does for the North Bay and those who are cancer survivors, cancer research, and the the heroes that uh, have survived uh, cancer and those who we've lost. And recognizing that is important for all of us to see. And I think it's important for us as a public agency and police department to show our support for that and reach out and have a better relationship with our community in doing things like this.
0: So, Chief, can you tell us what your goal is and when you're trying to complete that goal?
3: Our goal is to reach $2,500 because we started this at the beginning of October. Uh, Obviously, we would love to raise as many funds as we can, but our goal is $2,500. If we reach that $2,500, I have let our department personnel and our community know that I am willing to dye my hair pink in support of Breast Cancer Awareness Month for the remainder of the month of October. And we are uh, we're slowly approaching that goal. We're about $128 left before we reach the goal of $2,500. But obviously, we hope that we can raise a whole lot more than that.
1: That is so cool. Again, on the phone right now, we have Sebastopol's <laughs> police chief, Chief Kevin Gilgore, on the phone. Uh, hey, Kevin, where can we donate?
3: Uh, you can donate uh, to the Sebastopol Police Department on Venmo. And if you go to our Sebastopol Police Department Facebook page, or Instagram page you'll see the Venmo link there and uh, or you can come into the station we have a donation box at the front of the station as well and you're welcome to donate there also
0: well, personally, I think you're going to re- look really cute with pink hair. I, <laughs> I hope it comes out when you're done with all of this, so you're not walking around Sebastopol with bright pink hair. But I think that's the vibe there as well.
3: Absolutely. I'm sure that uh, <laughs> if, if nothing else, it can only be an improvement to the way I look now. So I uh, that, uh, that dye will come out at some point. It may last a little bit longer than October, but we're, we're excited to uh, bring a a presence and uh, acknowledgement for our, our folks at the North Bay Cancer Alliance.
1: Chief Kilgore on the phone right now. Again, you can donate right now for the North Bay Cancer Alliance by finding uh, the Sebastopol Police on Facebook and Instagram and donate to Venmo. Police Chief Kevin Kilgore, thank you so much for your time.
3: Thanks so much, Tanner and Amber. We appreciate it. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.
2: Good morning.
0: I feel like I have no hobbies, no interest, no zeal to do anything. Um, So is there something wrong with me? Because sometimes I get off work and I just don't want to do anything. And I've kind of always had this idea that I like need to have a hobby. Like it defines me, Mm -hmm. who I am. But lately I just haven't wanted to do anything extra. I'm just like, I need to relax.
1: What about your candle making?
0: I mean, I did that once, and I thought about getting back into that, but I was like, no.
1: If you don't have like a <laughs> desire to do it again, it's not the hobby for you. And hobby, by definition, is something that people enjoy away from the humdrum of work life. So the idea is that it allows for a certain amount of rest and uh, recreation.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, nothing makes me feel rested. I just want to chill just want to hang <laughs> I just want to watch TV yeah and I guess that could be my hobby that I watch TV could be I, I've kind of feel like it's always been and you know
1: I'm someone who I believe that hobbies are incredibly important but I'm saying that as someone who also doesn't have any <laughs> hobbies I want to
0: have a hobby
1: and I truly believe it's important but I don't have one
0: I I've always been doing stuff my whole life So maybe that's what it is. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with doing all the extra stuff. I just want to chill. Maybe with my dog. I think (laughs) unless
1: it's something that you find in your life that you genuinely want to go do or do even at home... That's what defines a hobby. If it feels like a task, it's not a good hobby.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, We're getting some messages right now on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning.
1: Victoria from Sonoma said, No, nothing is wrong with you, Amber. You're just being lazy because you are comfortable with where you are. Get out of your comfort zone. All you need is discipline. That's it.
0: And I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark from Petaluma says, Who's to judge what is and is it a hobby? Perhaps the technology we engage with That's considered the replacements for real hobbies. That's our generation's new hobbies.
1: Andrew from Santa Rosa said, There's nothing wrong with you. Sometimes even in the continuous performers go through a slow phase in their life. Some people go through a slow phase and enjoy the slow phase forever. It's all up to you to decide what is enjoyable for you, Amber. You need not to make a hobby just for the sake of having a hobby. And I think that's an incredible... (laughs) Andrew's got a great point. You don't need a hobby if you don't want to do the dang thing. Yeah. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
0: Froggy
1: 92.9 have you ever had a wild animal or a pest inside your home? What happened? On the phone right now, we have Carly from Sonoma. I'm hearing something on the front porch, and look outside, and my sister had left the cat food on the front porch, and uh. there was a skunk dragging it off the porch. <laughs> I just let the skunk take it.
0: <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> Just let it have it.
1: Yeah, at that point, you don't want to chase it down. You yeah. don't want to get sprayed or anything Goodbye. like that. Uh, I came across it. a story right here in Santa Rosa, where our studio is, and it made me squirm because I am terrified of snakes. So, a woman in Santa Rosa called a reptile rescue after she found 90 snakes underneath her house. Only 90. Ninety. That's it? Nine zero. Wow. <laughs> that's it. Just 90. Very <laughs> casual. And uh, there was a snake den underneath where 59 baby snakes were there and 22 adult snakes were there. And uh person came back the next day to find 11 more snakes. And uh, the woman doesn't want to be identified at this time because she doesn't want her neighbors to panic.
0: Oh, well, I think that's really kind.
1: Yeah, but he- here's the thing. I'm panicking and I live in Santa Rosa. Even though this isn't in my neighborhood, I'd be a liar if I, I say mean, I'm not going to go on the Zillow app after this and look for apartments in Petaluma.
0: You're crazy. <laughs> they're not going to come to your house. Oh, they're, they're gonna not going to They're not going to come to your two-story apartment and like <laughs> <laughs> like climb up the stairs and like if I were wake, here, if I wake up and
1: there's a snake looking at me outside my window on the second floor, I'm going to hold you accountable for those words. Oh,
0: well, I, was, I was reading a story earlier, and the guy said the majority of the snakes are, quote unquote, fairly mellow in nature. Some you can pet and some you can't, which I thought was funny because I was like, I'm good on that. Like, I'm not going to pet a venomous snake.
1: Yeah, no one's exactly <laughs> hanging out with a venomous snake. And I am absolutely terrified of snakes. If I see one snake around my place, I'm. I'm not going to move out or anything, but I'm going to be free- freaked out. Just what? knowing that there's 90 snakes in someone's <laughs> home here.
0: Ugh. We used to find snakes around our house growing up all the time. That's why I'm, I can never move to the South. <laughs>
1: Absolutely that's why no. that's why. No one wants you there anyway. Yeah. What would you do about the snakes?
0: <laughs> um some we just had to get rid of them like sometimes my dad would like grab a shovel and scoop it up and put it back in the put it back in the woods. Ugh. As we called it or the See, cat we'd let the cat out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just let the cat deal with it. It's got it. Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
0: Yeah, I love getting up with coffee
2: and. Froggy ninety two point nine.
0: Dolly Parton has just won the red flag trend on Twitter. Jolene, Jolene. Monday, this red flag trend started. Have you been seeing that all over social media, Tanner?
1: Everywhere. I cannot open my phone without seeing red flags (laughs) everywhere.
0: (laughs) So people would post a questionable quote or opinion followed by the red flag emoji as a warning. So essentially the quotes are things... A person could say or do that would raise a red flag, like it's a warning sign, you know. Mm-hmm. So Dolly Parton took to social media on Wednesday to share lyrics from Jolene. Uh, she said, "When her beauty is beyond compare, with flaming locks of auburn hair," and <laughs> she posted like <laughs> a bunch of red flag emojis after it. That's, That's
1: so hilarious. good. I love Dolly so much for that.
0: Yeah, she's hilarious. So Tanner brings me to this what are things a person could say or do that would raise a red flag for you personally
1: people who say they don't like country music i don't trust anyone that doesn't say they like country music to some degree i understand music you know we all have different tastes and stuff like that but you don't like any country music at all yeah that's a red flag you think so absolutely
0: Mm. can't trust
1: anyone that says they don't like any country (laughs) <laughs> There's a little country for everybody.
0: I, I think for me, a red flag would be, I only wear Crocs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am just kidding.
1: <laughs> There's someone on their way I, to work right now, and they're like,
0: I like my Crocs. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so we got some great comments on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. We're asking, what are things a person could do or say that would raise a red flag for you?
1: Kate from Petaluma said, Buying off-brand toilet paper. If someone doesn't take care of their bum, they can't be trusted.
0: <laughs> red flag emoji, red flag emoji. Uh, Madeline from basketball says, When a man says, I will pay you when I get my taxes back. Ooh. Red flag, red
1: flag, red flag. Absolutely. And Jim from Santa Rosa said, Taking notes while watching episodes of Dateline.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: And good personality with some good music also The
0: best morning soundtrack
2: Amber and Tanner in the morning On Froggy 92.9
1: What should someone know when they are becoming a waiter, waitress, server for the very first time? We ask you this on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning.
0: Allie from Windsor says good shoes are everything. Jackie from Pengrove said have thick skin. That's a good one. Rebecca from Santa Rosa says know your steps of service and always give love to the back of house. They give you free food.
1: My girlfriend, Cammie, uh, just got a job, and I'm very excited for her. She's going to work at a restaurant on 4th Street right here in Santa Rosa. Um, She's opening a new chapter in her life, and I'm very excited for her. But, Amber, there's something very specific that I know you can relate to that I think I need some advice on. Okay. Um, And that specifically is regarding scheduling. So you and I, we get up really early, our schedule's earlier in the day, and people who are servers are typically people who work at night. And I know your fiance, Cole, is someone that has worked in the service industry. He's a manager for a really long time. What are some things I can do to make sure my relationship goes well while we are managing completely different schedules?
0: Texting a lot is what Cole and I do. And we do little things like tag each other and memes on Instagram just to let each other know that we're thinking about each other. Yeah. And um, those days off that you have together are going to be really important and I would plan things ahead of time. That's what we do. I'm like, well, what do you want to do on Sunday? Because that's a day off we both have together. Mm-hmm. And we try to make sure we're on the same page about that. Are we going to eat in? Are we going to eat out? Are we going to watch a movie? Like, We really try hard to make that time quality time. Does that make sense? That
1: absolutely makes sense. And yeah. that's something that I'm not especially great at I typically take my day day by day see what happens let's plan something last minute but it's an adjustment I think that I'm going to have to definitely make
0: Um, so that yeah that is going to be an adjustment but think about it as like long distance dating which is something right. you guys have already done
1: that's very true
0: so I think that same mindset could be very helpful
1: and you remember during that time I was texting non-stop 24/ 7 <laughs> I was glued to my phone so it's, I really appreciate that help it's you know a new chapter not only in her life but our relationship and I'm just gonna have to adjust to it
2: good luck amber and Tanner in the morning the only way to wake up helps you wake up and you get moving she's very dressed on froggy 92.9.
0: I am on a mission to make the perfect smoothie, or at least the perfect smoothies. So last week, I brought in a smoothie that was not ideal. I don't know what I put in it, but I was like, Ugh. <laughs> And I had to drink it because I made it. Right. Um, so this week, I just decided to try a new recipe, um, and it's been a bit of a journey. Now, Tanner, I like this new recipe, and I want to know what you think. It is frozen peaches and bananas Greek yogurt spinach and orange juice and Ooh. I'm calling it Amber's Peach for the Stars smoothie. Ooh. Get it? Because it has peaches in it. I dig it. Amber's so, Peach for the Stars. Peach for the Star smoothie. Mo- smoothie, yeah. Um, so I want you to rate this on a five point scale what you think of it.
1: Alright. I'm going to do a taste test right now.
0: Okay, me too. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. It, what do you think? Is it too tart?
1: It's a little tart. It's I can taste mostly the orange juice coming out of it, but I would say it's pretty dang good overall. On a scale from five stars, I think you're starting off to a very strong start. I'm gonna give you four out of five stars. Four. The, okay. The only thing is the color that throws me off a little bit. If oh, I didn't it's green. Yeah, it's gr- it's a little bit green, a little bit kind of like looks like a little... I don't know how to describe it. It's like a ghost in a cup.
0: Like a seafoam green? Yeah. It's because of the spinach. Yeah. I I would say (laughs) if I
1: didn't look at it, I'd be like, oh, thanks for getting me some Orange Julius.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was trying to go for, that taste.
1: Maybe Orange Julius and stuff like that just puts... Like, uh, some color in all their
0: well, I don't know that they put spinach in it, uh, probably
1: not. But um, <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would drink this whole thing in a heartbeat. It's pretty dang good.
0: I was trying to model it after the jamba juice orange sea booster, yeah, but they have sherbet in that, yeah, so I couldn't do that. I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> Amber
2: and Tanner in the morning—they're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day on Froggy ninety-two point nine.
1: Who is an artist that you will see in concert, no matter the cost, no matter the expense? I was wondering if Garth Brooks was coming around town anytime soon.
2: Cause I got friends in
1: and the, the only show that Garth has available is at the Grand Ole Man. Opry in Nashville. <laughs> Front and center stage tickets are $811. That's too much. $811.
0: I couldn't believe it.
1: But, (laughs) I mean, obviously people are buying the tickets, so they can sell them for that expensive. Because
0: it's a a once-in-a-lifetime event for them, I'm sure.
1: Definitely. And it just goes to show I did some research on what the most expensive concert ticket ever was. And Amber, I know you love Led Zeppelin. So you're going to love this, not the cost. They did a reunion show in 2007. A ticket was
3: $14,000.
0: Well, I was going to say led zeppelin for your question but now i guess not i don't have fourteen thousand dollars. i have to take out a small loan for that not even a small loan that's like a car payment
1: yeah that that's my entire that's my entire car do you want do you want a hyundai elantra or do you want to see led zeppelin once i kind of just want to see led zeppelin once to be honest with you i might even
0: sell my car to see led zeppelin you would Probably. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably nobody
1: <laughs> wants my Hyundai Elantra, so I have my for tuxin. that too. And I don't even like Led Zeppelin that much.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone will want my Tucson either. But <laughs> go ahead, Tanner. We we
1: asked you on Instagram who's an artist that you will see regardless of cost, and we're going to tell you how expensive those tickets were.
0: Okay, at Miss Davies for real said Chris Stapleton. He is so good live.
1: Oh! A ticket to see Chris Stapleton at the Shoreline starts at $125. Are you
0: sure that's where it starts at? That's
1: where it starts at. That's Ooh. like the that's like the backside of the lawn. Okay. Okay, we get another comment from Amber Star Thirteen. She said, "Ed Sheeran."
0: Okay, Ed's great, but his show starts at around. $120. He's not even touring in the United States yet, but
1: that's what his price is in Dublin. Uh, okay, we're getting more comments right
0: now. At Caitlin MCC says George Strait.
2: by morning. Morning. His tickets
1: start. I mean, these are you can barely even see George. You're watching him on a screen for
0: $100. I know. I've seen my <laughs> friends go see George straight like a, a years ago, and you couldn't see him. Amber
2: and Tanner in the morning.
3: Froggy
0: 92.9. Looking for a fun outdoor game and activity. We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929.
1: Jackie from Pengrove said cornhole. Get special boards made with your faces
0: on them. Oh, faces. Yeah, that'll give people too much of an opportunity to take out their aggression on my face. So (laughs) Micah from Rohnert Park says, Pop darts. You'll love this game. It's fun. And Shannon from Petaluma said, Big Jenga and decorate the bricks. Oh, I've seen that. So like you, you have to like, chug a glass of water if you pull out like one or something like that. It's like a... Oh, just water, huh? i just (laughs) trying to be PG, Tanner.
1: Everyone's trying to get hydrated. (laughs) And this is for your engagement party, right?
0: Exactly. So, um, Cole's mom is throwing, my fiance's mom is throwing this engagement party, and she texted me yesterday and said, hey, any ideas for games would be great.
1: I got an idea. What you got? I think you're gonna like this. What about, like, Pin the tail on the coal. So you do a, get so stupid. So you get <laughs> <It's>
0: so <stupid. laughs> you get a cardboard what? cut out
1: of coal, you put it on a wall, and you put like a little tail and you and you maybe glue some like Dollar Tree rings on it. And you pin the tail on the coal. And then every time you it pins. It, it, you put a little sound box behind it and it's Cole going, oh darn it! I don't
0: even know if that's anything he says. I don't know. <laughs> oh darn it! <laughs> oh whippersnapper! Oh whippersnapper! You just assume that all like, Southern people talk that I, way.
3: I
1: like it. I like it. it.
0: Honestly, not a bad idea. Thank you. I don't know how much crafting that would take, but I, I could make it happen. Oh yeah. Well, um, I, I told Cole's mom, I said, I hear kick the can is great. It's a game of skill, strategy, stealth, And stamina And I put what she responded with In in there, Tanner
1: (laughs) She said, I'm pretty sure with this crew There will be plenty of empty
2: beer cans to kick (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning
0: They're the first voices I hear in the
2: morning Makes you forget you're in traffic Brightens up your day On Froggy 92.9 What movie (laughs) absolutely terrified you When you were
1: a kid We're getting some great responses On our Facebook page right now Facebook.com slash Froggy 929
0: Carolyn from Petaluma says, Jaws, I still won't go back in the ocean. Danielle from Windsor said, Poltergeist. Uh, Victoria from Rota Park says, Fire in the Sky. Slept in my parents' room for like two weeks after that. I don't think I know that movie.
1: Yeah, and uh, these responses just continue to come in. Again, Facebook.com slash Froggy929. Uh, I saw that there was a brand new Chucky series on USA Today. Yeah. And uh, also on Sci Fi. And Chucky is a big nope for me. Absolutely not. I will not see anything Chucky related whatsoever. Oh, that little doll? That little doll is terrifying to me. And I will not deal with it in any capacity. We had uh, someone that used to work here that had a Chucky doll in his office. Yeah. And I didn't go in his office for the longest time because of it.
0: It's so weird to me that people are afraid of Chucky because it's a doll. Yeah. can you just like kick it? I recognize, if you've seen the
1: movies, you can't just kick it.
0: You can kick it.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. I saw Chucky when I was five years old because my brother thought it would be really funny. And that is the reason why I am terrified of anything scary. It's because I was scarred as a child from the movie Chucky.
0: But, I mean, if you watch movies like Toy Story, then you know that toys coming to life isn't always a bad thing, right?
1: Why do you think I didn't watch Toy Story anymore? No. I am dead serious. Come on. I, I love the Toy Story movies, and it was so extreme how <laughs> terrified I was from the movie Chucky that I actually threw away a bunch of my toys and my action figures because I was terrified they were going to come to life.
0: The little tiny ones? All like of them. a little them. soldier?
1: <laughs> All of them. I didn't care.
0: That's just dramatic. To that editor. movie
1: scarred me for life at five years old. Do you have any movies or even a TV show that that happened to you?
0: Um, do you remember the movie Signs with Mel Gibson? It came out in 2002. I don't think so. now. you've never seen it. I don't think okay, so. Okay, It has Abigail Breslin and Rory Culkin in it as well. And basically it's about like extraterrestrials like coming down to earth and uh, Mel Gibson's like trying to fight them off and Joaquin Phoenix is there. Joaquin Phoenix is there? Yes it's terrifying. It scared me so much when I was 11 years old when it came out because they showed the aliens so much and I was like they're real (laughs) and I would like look over my shoulder constantly thinking I'd see an alien or an extraterrestrial and it was terrifying.
1: I gotta watch this movie. It actually sounds pretty dang
2: good. It's
0: pretty good. I think I'll watch it as an adult, but it terrified me as a kid.
2: Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're
0: the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day.
2: On Froggy 92.9.
0: No Time to Die, the 25th film in the James Bond series premiered on the 8th in movie theaters nationwide. I still
1: need to see it. I really, really want to see it.
0: Well, there's a name displayed high in the credits with a special meaning for Sonoma County. Um, the director of the movie is Carrie Joji. Fukunaga. Now, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, He's 44 and he's a 1995 graduate of Annalee High School. What? uh, Which is now renamed West County High School in Sebastopol. Now, he's the first American director chosen to helm a film in the Bond series. It's pretty cool. That's incredible. Since 1962. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive. And, And to have someone like Harry, you know, come from West County, come from Sebastopol, to be the director of a James Bond film, it's gotta be amazing. And
1: if that's not your reason to go see the new James Bond movie, You got to go see it, is basically what I'm trying to say. And this gives me motivation, too. Shout out to Sonoma County and that director for uh, directing the movie.
0: So No Time to Die Again um, is out in theaters right now. It's also Daniel Craig's last James Bond film. So who do we think is going to be the next James Bond? There's a lot of talk on the Internet about this.
1: Uh, Like Hannah from Santa Rosa said, Cillian Murphy loved him in Peaky Blinders.
0: On our Froggy Facebook page right now, uh, Ryan from Windsor is sounding off. He said, I think Tom Hardy could be a good Bond. And Laurie from Gurnville said Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Oh, he's so good looking. (laughs) And and he's Scottish, so it would be a great take on James Bond. Um, But Tanner, who do you think the next James Bond should be? I think Idris Elba would be a great
1: person for the role. He has a ton of experience in a lot of different types of movies, so he has a lot of range. And that includes action movies, too. And he just has the look. I think with every James Bond, there's a certain look that you need and a certain swagger to your step. And I think he could be the next James Bond for like 10 years.
0: (laughs) Totally. I mean, Idris has come out to say that he's not interested in being James Bond. Dang it. He says, I'm too old but I, I don't think if he, if he got offered it, I don't think he would roll it out because Daniel Craig is 53 right now, ending his career as James Bond, so Idris could start at 49. I don't see the issue. Yeah, and it seems
1: like uh, Daniel Craig has been James Bond for like, <laughs> ever, so right. uh, I, I kind of understand where Idris is coming from, where that's a role he's going to play for at least a decade uh, so I get it, but I would really love to see him. What about you, Amber?
0: uh Personally, it's probably pretty obvious but i think henry cavill should be the next bond um i think he would bring back like the british charm to james bond because daniel craig was like a cold-hearted like james bond yeah. you know what i mean he was just like stone sour and uh i think henry cavill would be a very charming bond but what do you think who should be the next james bond
1: give us a call right now at 636-1467.
2: Amber and Tanner in the morning.
3: Froggy 92.9!
1: What was the most disappointing ending to something? The entire Bay were feeling a little heartbroken this morning. Our Giants lost to the Dodgers last night and our season is simply over. Personally, I feel like the calls were bad. Not sure if the calls were fair, if the end result would have been any different. But nonetheless, Mm. I'm frustrated. I'm heartbroken. So what was the most disappointing ending to something? It could be a TV show, a life event, anything. Amber, what has disappointed you?
0: This Giants-Dodgers season kind of reminds me of the time the Falcons lost the Super Bowl. Mm. A 34-28 to overtime loss to the New England Patriots. Boom! Is that where your then- hatred
1: from... For Tom Brady stems from?
0: <laughs> Do I hate Tom, old
1: boy? Anytime I My brought up boy? Tom Brady, you call him an old man and you're <laughs> very mean to Tom Brady.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> this was Super Bowl 51 and it was literally the most disappointing thing I have ever been a part of because, you know, that's your home team. You're rooting for them and you just want to celebrate with your community Yeah, and, you know, enjoy this celebratory time in your life. And then it's all just taken away from you and like I swear to god my fiance Cole was sad for days.
1: That's how a lot of us are feeling about this Giants <sighs> game.
0: I am I feel
1: physically sad right. today. Like it's going to take me a couple days to get out of this weird funk over this Dodgers loss and sad. It's upsetting for sure. That it's funny how sports does that to us. We're getting some great responses on Facebook talking about the most disappointing ends to anything.
0: So Wendy from Santa Rosa says Dexter, worst TV finale ever. Thankfully, Showtime got their mind out of the trash can and is bringing it back.
1: Nancy from Novato said the the Sopranos (laughs) ending was horrible. I've never seen the Sopranos, but I've heard that from a lot of people.
0: Uh, Jim from Windsor says Super Bowl 54, the Niners and the Chief. I'll never forget that overthrown pass. We were just a few yards short of being Super Bowl champions again. See? We were at Third Street
1: (laughs) Aleworks with a bunch of our friends during that show, and that or during that game, and it was really, really depressing.
0: You know what? Let's let's give them one more. Let's go, Giants! We still
1: Amber
2: and Tanner in the morning.
0: They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes
2: you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy
0: 92.9. So I saw this story about this man named Terry Bruce of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he was recently reunited with his high school class ring. That's cool. Now, the thing is, he lost this ring while throwing a frisbee in a park in 1979. Dang. That's a long time a to long be without time. your class ring. <laughs> uh, apparently, someone was like using a metal detector in the park when he found the ring. Uh, Terry's initials were inscribed in the band, and... You know someone found terry and was like hey, i think i found your ring dude
1: what a good person to give that back you probably <laughs> had to do a lot of research to find terry
0: i'm also really jealous because i have lost a pair of scissors recently <laughs> <laughs> look i know it's not a class ring but it has been driving my fiance cole insane that we have lost this pair of scissors and i bought another pair we have a pair of scissors. But he's all, where are the black ones? Where did they go? Why did you lose them? Well, Just like, they'll
1: turn up. I understand that sometimes you have certain things that you like and appreciate it, and they're almost irreplaceable. Even something as simple as a pair of scissors. No.
0: No? They're just scissors. (laughs) Not on board? I'm just, like, not attached to scissors, okay? (laughs) That's just not something that I'm attached to, but either, like, I'm just like, okay, either they'll turn up or we're gonna forget about it. But, Tanner, have you ever lost something and then, like, It magically turned up, you know, days, months, years later. Amber, have you ever had
1: a piece of clothing that, like, you've just had forever, like, fits you perfectly and you wear it all the time? Sure. Well, I have a favorite flannel that I've had since I was a freshman in high school, and I still have it today, thankfully, but I did lose it when I was at a college party. I Uh. just took it off for a second, I threw it on a couch, and it went missing. I thought it was gone forever. Until, like, three months later, I went to another party when I was in college, and someone was wearing wearing the flannel. And I know because it has a bleach stain on the elbow. And I went, hey, where'd you get that flannel? And the guy was like, I found it at a party. I go, well, that's That's my flannel. I showed him a picture on my phone of me wearing the flannel. He gave it back to me.
0: Aww.
2: All the things all morning.
0: Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber
2: and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9.
1: What is the most brutal insult a kid has ever dished your way? Kim Kardashian was on Ellen and was talking about how her daughter North likes to insult her when they get into arguments.
2: Every time I get into some kind of disagreement with my daughter North, she thinks this is a dig to me. And she'll say, your house is so ugly. It's all (laughs) white. Who lives like this? She just thinks it like gets to me. (laughs)
1: and you know it it happens sometimes kids are just mean (laughs) amber have you ever been insulted by a kid or a child or even a teenager
0: no yeah (laughs) all the time (laughs) uh one that i remember that sticks out to my head is i was a camp counselor for a little while and one of the kids uh said that you look. Better without your glasses on. You look so much prettier without your glasses on. And so then I got LASIK. Yeah. <laughs> of story, you I thought got about LASIK. that
1: For years. I did. I was like, well, I need
0: them to see.
1: Yeah. All right. What about you? Well, for me, uh, when I landed in Hawaii, I was meeting up with my girlfriend's family and my girlfriend, of course, there. And her little sister went, "Tanner, you have a big zit on your neck. What's going on <laughs> with that zit on your neck?" <laughs> Can I pop it? No way! She asked that. She did. I said, Bailey, mind your p's and q's. (laughs) Stay away from my zit. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Yeah, kids are just mean sometimes, man. And uh, how was your kid mean to you? Right now on the phone, we have Caroline from Santa Rosa.
0: My oldest, after giving birth to my youngest. Still to this day, nine months later, we'll sit there and squish my extra belly skin and tell me that I feel like a jelly donut. But he makes it up by being really sweet and looking at me and go, "I like jelly
2: donuts." <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning.